The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. So we've looked at this gospel <clears throat> several, several times and gone through the different uh, Beatitudes and uh, some of the patristic insights into those Beatitudes which are, which are interesting. Uh, today, I'd like to look more at the setting, at the scene at where uh, these uh, souls are gathered to Jesus, um, and then also looking at how that impacts our own, our own life. And so what's happened here in Matthew's gospel, just preceding it, in chapter four, you've had kind of, chapter four is like a kind of rushed account of the Lord's um, public ministry getting started. And so it's, it speaks about the temptations, but then it speaks about, you know, many miracles, casting out demons, doing all of these things, and very quickly gathering this multitude to himself. And so this crowd that is here with Jesus, they are now not looking for him to uh, heal physically. So they're not looking for him for anything else. They've come to listen to him. So the intention of this multitude now at this point is listening to Jesus. Some of the people in this crowd would have been those who have been healed by him, those who've seen the miracles, yes, but at this moment now, they are prepared and they are ready to listen to the wisdom that comes from Christ. And so we have that beautiful reading from the book of Proverbs, the first reading. If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like a treasure, you will then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And so this is what the Lord and is desires for these people, but this is also what is now moving their hearts. They desire wisdom. They also seek this wisdom and understanding beyond other earthly things. They've been drawn out 
from the cities. It says from Galilee, from Jerusalem, from Judea, and all the surrounding areas, they are gathering now to Jesus. So they've traveled and they've come, some of them very far from their homes, from their places of comfort, from the places where they uh, are in, involved with the world. And they have come away to be with Jesus. They have come away to listen to turn their hearts to be attentive to receiving wisdom, to turn their minds to seeking understanding. And so one of the church fathers, he says, uh, like any good tradesman who knows his trade, when he sees that the material is ready, he then rushes to work. And so the Lord, when he sees these souls who are all now primed to receive wisdom, he rushes to work and he gives them immediately the highest wisdom the Beatitudes, and we could be unpacking the Beatitudes, seeking the under to understand them for our whole life and never reach the full depths of what the Lord has said in this discourse that was given on the Mount of Beatitudes uh, on that day. And so seeing the crowds, seeing this material primed, seeing these open hearts, seeing these minds ready for his wisdom, Jesus then takes them up the mountain takes them up the mountain. He distances them even further from all of the surrounding cities that line the shore of the Lake of Galilee. And he goes up the mountain where there is even less distraction. And then he sits down and his disciples all draw near to him. One of the church fathers is a very beautiful line. He just says, repose. Repose is the right posture, the right disposition to receive wisdom. Repose, right? the stilling of the soul, the quietening down of the mind, the watching and guarding the movements of the heart and fixing our interior with intent upon receiving wisdom. And we do that by entering into that type of a repose, free of the distractions of the world, free of all of these other things and the noise and going with Christ up the mountain and then sitting down and reposing with him being there with him in conversation. That is where wisdom is found. And then, I've said this before, but it is also one of my favorite lines from the Gospels, and he opened his mouth and taught them. This is the longed for Messiah. This is most truly uh, the source of wisdom. And now he opens his mouth freely to those who want to receive understanding, and he teaches them. And he goes immediately into the Beatitudes and lists out all of these beautiful things that we've said that we can spend time meditating upon. But I think that that scene, that setting, is what is important for us today. The disposition of heart in the crowds that have come to Christ and his own immediate response to those who seek understanding and wisdom. He desires to give it and he looks for hearts that desire to receive it. When I was in the Holy Land, a few years ago with a priest friend of mine. It was very beautiful. We got to spend a lot of time in the different locations that Christ had been. And one of the profound moments was to be up on the Mount of Beatitudes and to be there and to see that mountain, very beautiful as you look down over the Sea of Galilee. Uh, but I was struck by the reality that when you are there up in that church that they have on the top of that mountain, that this is not a past reality. This is a present reality. The Lord is still there on the Mount of Beatitudes because we sat there before him in the tabernacle and we just reposed there with him 
and opened the scriptures and we spent the better part of a morning just listening to the Lord on the Mount of Beatitudes. It's one of those memories that I have, just a profound memory from, from my life, um, a very beautiful moment there with the Lord to be there in that experience and to realize that, that the things of Christ's life are not simply distant memories, they are present realities. And so you don't have to be on the Mount of Beatitudes to experience that. The Lord is present here. The same one who opened his mouth on that mountain and taught them desires to open his mouth and teach us, desires to speak to us, to hearts that desire to receive wisdom. He is in every church. He waits for those who long and want to be gathered to him and to receive that understanding. And we can sit here and we can open up the scriptures in his presence and have the same experience that these disciples had on the Mount of Beatitudes. The Lord is no less present here as he was there on that mountain. He is truly present, body, blood, soul, divinity, the entire Christ is here in our midst. And he longs for us in this state, if you will, of repose, where he waits for us to come and repose with him, to sit with him, and to open our hearts and our minds to receive his wisdom. This in the first line, the first sentence of the gospel for today, I think is a beautiful image of what it is to come into prayer, to come into prayer and simply to sit down with Jesus. It says he went up the mountain. A mountain, as we've said before, is just where heaven touches earth. Wherever Christ is present is the mountain because in Christ, heaven and earth are united. He is that meeting point. When we come into his presence, that is when we go up the mountain with Christ. When we sit down with him is when we try to repose, not just our body, but also our interior, to settle our mind, to settle our hearts, and close them off from the things of the world and open them up to the things of heaven. And then the Lord in his mercy and in his love when he sees hearts so disposed, then he rushes to open his mouth and give his wisdom and his knowledge. And the way in which we receive that wisdom and knowledge is by opening the scriptures also in his presence and just looking at them, listening to them, listening to the Lord as he enlightens us with his wisdom and grants us his understanding. Amen.